Greetings, YouTubers, thrill seekers, small gerbils, and people named Bob. Hello, it is I, your favorite obscure social studies teacher with just above average intelligence, looks, and style, Mr. Palumbo. And this is the Professor Liberty Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I know it's been a while since the last podcast. I apologize. If you've been suspensefully waiting because you're so infatuated with the show, is there anyone out there like that? I apologize. Life has come at me in many different ways, as I know you guys as well, with young children and jobs and other things going on. But I did want to get squeeze in one last episode for 2022, as 2023 is right around the corner. If you'd like to email the show, the email is professorliberty1776 at gmail.com. That's professorliberty1776 at gmail.com. Send me your thoughts, your words, your deeds, your questions, your comments, your concerns, your ideas, your innuendos, your innovations, whatever. One more time for the students in the back on their phones. That's professorliberty1776 at gmail.com. You can also reach out to me via Facebook Messenger, which many of you do. That seems to be the preferred mode of contacting me. And I get lots of ideas for shows from our conversations. Well, as 2022 comes to an end, like many of you, I've been forced into retrospection. A lot has happened this year regarding government and politics, mostly all bad. But in regards to Professor Liberty, we have grown. So just like the government growing, which is bad, us growing is a good thing. We've launched ProfessorLiberty.com. Please go check that out. On the website, you'll find the podcast episodes. You'll find the Proclaiming Liberty blog. We have a new logo, and we're in the process of trademarking and perhaps even incorporating. Facebook page is growing by leaps and bounds, and I must say, and I mean this sincerely, we've got some amazing followers over there on the Facebook page. I don't know how many listen to the podcast, but just some really intriguing and smart and decent people. Now, of course, you get the occasional miserable leftist troll whose only desire is to spread misery as they say, misery loves company. And so they're there just to make life difficult. And, you know, it's funny because they have the laughing emoji response. Well, what is that? The laughing emoji response. That'll show them. Let me give you a scenario. It goes something like this. I post something on political theory or something that is center that has a center-right bend, uh, you know, and the more popular response is something like, you're the stupidest person. You don't even know what you're talking about. Now, I get that one a lot. You don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, that could be true. I might not know what I'm talking about. Pretty sure I know what I'm talking about, but I might not. So I'll try, if I choose to respond, sometimes I don't. I'll say, you know, well, where am I wrong? Where, you know, show me where I'm wrong. And then their response, laughing emoji. I can almost hear them in their minds. Ha! I'll show them my superiority. I don't need a solid retort. I just need the laughing emoji. This kind of prompted a post I did a 
couple, like maybe last week or something where, you know, people literally can't explain to you why they believe something past the second or third question. They just believe things. And then as you try to have a discussion, if you even get past the third question, they just blow up and you're a Nazi and you're racist and you're an idiot and you're the stupidest person on earth. I, I still remember the first time I was exposed to that social media conversation and I got I got called the stupidest person. You are the stupid. That is the dumbest. And I just could I, I still to this day, I'm a little, you know, I'm better at it now. But I still remember, like, how do you, how can you even say that you're the stupidest per? This is clearly a coherent argument I'm making. Anyway, I want to talk a little bit about the blog for a moment. If you go to ProfessorLiberty.com, you can subscribe to the Proclaiming Liberty blog. I'm kind of using this platform for a collection of thoughts on various items, things that might not make it to the podcast level, but it still allows me a constructive outlet. All you have to do is enter your email, and you'll get the newest articles as they're published. I'm shooting for at least one article a month. Topics will range from history to government, things like religion, philosophy, culture, economics, basically, you know, everything Professor Liberty is known for. Regarding the podcast, we'll reach the 100th episode by early next year. And we're nearing over 10,000 downloads overall. Now, that might not seem like a lot, but it means a lot to me. Thank you for all your support. Next year, we'll continue to look into the Bill of Rights. And I want to start a series on important battles that have shaped history or something to that effect. I haven't come up with a catchy title for that yet. I also want to dive into this discussion of Western civilization. I mean, since it's crumbling right before our eyes, I'd like to discuss exactly what it is. What elements and principles make up Western civilization? Also, I've been thinking about going back to the cowboys and Indians thing. What? That's not politically correct? I don't care. I'm going to call it cowboys and Indians. If you want to be offended by the word Indian, and you're not even an Indian, that's on you. It's going to be called cowboys and Indians. Because that's what we called the game we played when we were kids. We didn't call it white settlers and Native Americans. As I look back on the podcast episodes over the last two years, I've noticed that the Native American series called The First Americans is the most popular of all my topics. As of this recording of this podcast, two of the First American episodes are in the top 10 most listened to episodes in the last 30 days. This being the case, I'm thinking you guys want more of that type of stuff. So we're going to start a Cowboys and Indians series, which dives into Western expansion and manifest destiny of 19th century America. So that's a brief discussion of the past year and a a little insight into some future plans. But I want to leave everyone with some present thoughts. Something that's been swirling around in the old noggin. And hopefully, like I always preface, I hope this comes out in a coherent way. But as I left uh, for winter break, quote unquote, Christmas break, and as I'm always in front of these kids and I'm always always around and, and engaging with young people, this thing keeps coming up in my mind. And it's this idea of this lack of meaning 
in our lives. And unfortunately, it seems like this lack, this meaning, this what is our, what are, what are we here for? Why are we here? This meaning is becoming less and less of a thing. Uh, Dennis Prager over there at PragerU, he's kind of on this same mission as well. But as I, like I said, as I'm in the presence of young people on a daily basis as an educator, I can't help but be bombarded with the reality that most kids have absolutely no meaning. What they do have is things like depression, anxiety, mental illness, gender dysphoria, hopelessness, suicidal pressures. Don't forget the leading, the third leading cause of death among 15 to 24 year olds in the United States is suicide. And this got me thinking about all the traditional things that give us meaning and they're being destroyed and they've already been destroyed. And and they're being destroyed by something called, we'll just call it secular progressivism. And I've talked a little bit about this in my rising tide of nihilism. And I'm going to use the same metaphor. This secular progressivism is like the nothing in the never-ending story. You guys remember that movie, The Nothing? It's like this, this destructive force, this giant storm that comes in, destroys everything, and leaves nothing in its wake. There's nothing left. And that's kind of what this secular progressive movement is doing to our society. It's destroying all things traditional, whether they're beneficial or not, and it's replacing them with something very nebulous or something nothing at all. Think about something even as far as uh, like patriotism. You know, patriotism is considered too nationalistic. We can't be proud to be Americans. In fact, the word American has just come under assault past week as offensive. So what do we replace patriotism with? Nothing. You can't be proud of your country. You can't be proud to be an American. You can't even call yourself an American. But what do we replace it with? Nothing. You are nothing. And I want you to think about this. This is the message. This is the subliminal message these kids are getting. You are nothing. Look at our holidays. Columbus Day, gone. Christmas, under attack. Replaced with what? Winter break. I I had one student tell me, happy solstice. What does that mean? Why would the solstice be happy? What, you know, why is it a holiday where we get the word holy day? What's the point? It has no meaning. Things that aren't offensive tend to be insipid, bland, and void. I want you to think about that for a minute. Things that aren't offensive tend to be intepid, bland, void, vanilla, and that's the point. Secular progressives replace our traditions, our values, the things that made us who we are, the things our ancestors gave us, and they give us nothing back. I mentioned this in the uh, Christmas episode last year, this, this term, happy holidays. Well, what holidays? The holidays. Well, which ones? Why are we celebrating them? Why should we be happy about them? So you can't answer any of these questions because they don't mean anything. We can't take the meaning away from something and still consider it something worthwhile. The meaning is what makes it special. Let me say that again. The meaning is what makes it special. Apply that to anything. Why do you keep your grandpa's watch? Why do we have Johnny's picture on the fridge? 
because it has meaning. Think about the opposite, which is also true. If we can't find any meaning, there is no value. It is worthless. So in this desert that we live in, in this wasteland of meaning where children today are literally being brought up and they're not allowed to believe in anything, I want to talk to the parents for just a minute. Parents, I implore you, please give your children some meaning. Don't tell them that there is no God. Don't tell them that there's no real meaning in anything. Don't tell them that they're cosmic accidents, especially when they're young. Simply say you don't know or allow for the possibility of those things. Why tell your young child there is no greater meaning or purpose when they're not even able to process that? Heck, most adults can't process that. Why do you think we have suicides? Uh, Mr. Palumbo, I don't believe in God. So, uh, Mr. Palumbo, if I don't believe in God, why would I tell my kids these lies, these fanciful stories, Mr. Palumbo, these fairy tales? Isn't that wrong? I don't want to lie to my children. So you want to make me tell my kids these fanciful stories to make them feel better. Is that, that's terrible advice, Mr. Palumbo. What I'm saying is that this life can be cruel, dark, and often miserable. And young people need hope. They need heroes. They need reassurance. And so many times our kids come to us with these deep questions. And because we have our own baggage, we give them nothing. We give them no tools. We give them no foundation upon which to build. No foundation, no solid structure. The winds come, the storm comes, it crashes down. And this is what we're seeing. Young people with no coping skills. We don't leave our five-year-old alone in the house and say, oh, well, just figure it out, son. We don't do that, do we? But that's what we're doing in a sense when we're not engaging our kids and instilling values, our values, our parents' values, our ancestors' values. And that's another problem with parents today, which I don't think is intentional, but it's something I call autopilot parenting or passive parenting. I'll get into that more next year. But And I don't think it's more, I don't think it's intentional, but I think too many parents have kids and then just live life. They don't have the talks. You know, school will teach them what they need to know. The church will teach them what they need to know. The TV will teach them what they need to know. And then when they're 16, they come to you and they're gender confused and they want to mutilate themselves. And you're like, well, what happened? What happened was you were on autopilot for the first 16 years of your child's life. Parenting, we need, we need to get off our butts and we need to get into the fight. We need full contact parenting, not autopilot parenting. You know, parenting, and I'll leave you guys with this. Parenting is a lot like tending a garden. Think about it. If you tend a garden regularly, if you water it, prune, weed, fertilize on a regular basis, the work is constant but easy. However, if you forget about the garden, it becomes unmanageable. Plants die. Weeds and un ugly invasive plants take over. Vines are everywhere, like that Jumanji. Remember Robin Williams' Jumanji, the poisonous carnivorous flowers? Just kidding. But you get my point. You can try to go in now at this point with a machete and a backhoe and try to salvage the garden. It's going to be a lot of work, painstaking work. 
Many of the fruit-bearing plants are going to perish. And you might even win the, win the garden back over. But there's going to be scars and scrapes from your hands, from the dead branches and the twigs. And you'll be cursing under your breath, many, maybe even out loud, wishing you had taken care of the garden sooner and with more intention. And this is what it's like parenting, guys. We have to be ahead of these things. There's a lot of evil forces out there that wish to consume your children. And it's already happening. When I see them as an educator, it's almost too late by the time they get to me. So if you have a young child, you have to step up and start being an active parent. Well, uh, I don't know what to do. I don't. You know what to do. You know right from wrong. You know things that are right. Do you want your child to be responsible? Teach them responsibility. Give them something to be responsible for. Do you want your child to tell the truth? Well, you have to teach them to tell the truth. When they lie, there needs to be consequences. Do you want your kid to be, you know, full of grit and determination? Well, you got to get them into some sports or some activities where they are going to be tried. And you can't, and you tell them there is no quitting. Yeah, but it's hard. It's hard. There's no quitting. Quitting is not an option. And you walk with your child through this. And think about all the kids out there that mom and dad aren't walking through anything. So back to the, back to the two points, right? Find some meaning. What, what do you want to pass on to your children? Come up with three things. And then be that full contact parent and start working on it. Now, if you have not tended the garden, it's going to be tough. They're going to resist you. If you've let them play video games... Uh, until whenever they want to go to bed and they don't have a curfew and they don't have any rules, now it's like, you know, that wild horse that you've got to now retame how to, uh, how to ride, right? If you start from the beginning, though, when they're little, they're already, they already have that foundation. Well, there you have it, folks. The last episode of 2022. What will 2023 have in store for us. I appreciate everyone who has followed the show and is a part of this small little obscure social studies movement. And until next time, here at Professor Liberty, we seek to educate, inspire, and restore. If you like this podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts and give me a five-star rating. If you contact me and tell me about it, I will send you a free Professor Liberty sticker. Also, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on ProfessorLiberty.com, the new website. Until next time, go throughout the land and proclaim liberty. Liberty.